where are we going? We going into Los Championship Rounds, mother father. Welcome to Los Championship Rounds. I am your host, professional cutman, Juan Ramirez. Today's guest is Vince Parra. He uh, was boxer, uh, now a coach, and um, based out of San Diego, but he has traveled the world in this journey. So um, this, uh, this interview, we lost some, uh, f- um, what can I say, footage towards this interview. Uh, the beginning, the, I think it was the first five uh, minutes of the interview where uh, Vince talks about what he's doing at this time. I know he's doing uh, some matchmaking with uh, Matchroom Boxing USA. And also um, he's taking on a role of, of caring for his father. Uh, his father is uh, Bumpy Parra also a professional, uh, was a professional boxer, and um, a trainer, a uh, very well-respected trainer uh, in the boxing industry and in San Diego. So uh, I know that Vince is very uh, focused at this time, you know, caring for his father. Uh, like he mentioned in the interview, you know, his father was there for him, um, you know, in his younger uh, years, and now he's there for his dad. So uh, we're going to pick up uh, about 10 minutes, 5 to 10 minutes into the interview. But I did want to mention that because uh, that shows a lot of uh, character uh, from Vince, you know, just the caring for, you know, your your loved ones or for, you know, your parents. I mean, that's, that's just uh, priceless. So here we go. Thank you, and I hope you enjoy this interview. God bless. From uh, San Diego. Um, yeah, you know, that's um, it kind of felt yeah, that's how it started, man. I showed up 2000, I, you know, and I uh, showed up to Shane Mosley's house in Big Bear and I was there for about six weeks on and off. And, you know, I learned so much, man. I was in there with a guy at that time. It was right before he beat Oscar. So he was kind of on his way to being pound for pound. So that was a great experience, you know, that really showed me. Um, I, I took a lot. Everything I always did, I always was paying attention to everybody, the trainers, the, you know, and that's one thing about me. I always paid attention when people were talking. So probably why I ended up being a better trainer than I was a fighter. But I learned a lot from Shane and learned how a pound for pound guy acts. And, you know, it's helped me. It's a part of the experience, you know. Yeah, 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 definitely. I mean, like you said, he was at that point where he had just beat Oscar. He was on top of, you know, on top of his game at, at that time. So. Yeah. That's good. And so, no, go ahead. But no, you just learn. Like I said, you learn about levels, you know what I mean? And so that was a great lesson. And, and, uh, and you, you know. mentioned you like, you know, you, you watch, you observe. That's very, so very visual, very visual. You're watching um, how people are doing things. So that's interesting. And, and mentioning that that made you a better trainer just to, you know, to see how other people were working. Is that something that, you think you learn from your dad? I mean, just being in the in the in camps with them, being in and uh, you know in corners—is that something you probably? I mean, you know, my dad. You know, you can only learn so much from you know just teaching. You got to go out and get your own world experience. And you know, my dad just always told me that you know um, you're all you always have to be open to learning. And he just one thing he always told me was. If you ever think you know it all in boxing, you should quit because that means you haven't learned shit. You know what I mean? Because it's always evolving. There's always, you never know what's going to happen. And I mean, it's one of those things. So I always just, you know, I used to talk a little bit more when I was like starting as a young trainer, 
but I realized that at the end of the day that the talk is cheap and nothing matters. You just got to get in there and perform, you know? So, um, yeah, you learn from people, you watch how guys act and you watch how guys handle themselves at that level. And I was comfortable at that level. So that's the level I always, you know, trained at, you know, I, my dad had a guy named Cruz Carvajal who was a Bantamweight champion and I got to work with him. And after that, I, you know, like I was saying, I met Mercito Hesta and I got a chance to take him to a world championship and then met Maurice subsequently. And it's just kind of one of those things, man, it goes on and on. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. I mean, Mercito, Maurice, I know I've seen you uh, with Maurice a few, maybe, maybe once, maybe more than once out here in, in TJ, you know, so I, I know you've been working with them. You said you you um... yeah yeah i was living for a long time and i was you know that's quite the longest i mean my first world champion officially yeah but uh man i've got to work with so many great fighters man that, that fell between the cracks like at Ed- garcia and most yes. recently uh manuel way rojas who uh yes who he just took a loss but he was one of those you know it's, it's the guys like maurice and mercito they're always so they have like natural gifted you know injury you know they're naturally kind of gifted guys that they're good to work with, but it's always the guys that are like the underdogs that I love to work with because uh, that really tests you as a coach, you know. What is it about the underdog though that um, you said it tests you, but what well, is being it? able to get something out of because boxing, you know, like I said, you know, some guys do certain things well, some of the guys do other things well, then you know, um, you know, when they're guys that you've got to kind of coach through everything um or a lot of it it kind of tests you a little bit more you know whereas if a guy has a a big punch or a you know a extremely you know good I, iq or boxing iq or speed you know they can get themselves you know they're able to like handle situations you know especially if they got punching power so it's always been with me the guys with no punching power are the most challenging guys to work with you know because you know, they, they don't have that eraser, you know what I mean? So it's a little more tactical, but uh, yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And man. I met so both it's, of it's them great. and they're both very, you know, humble, humble fighters. Um, they're not, you know, neither one of them comes across as cocky. They're just regular, you know, good, good people. I mean, is that something that when you're working with, with, is that the, when you're working with, with boxers and you choose to get somebody into camp, is that what you're looking for is, uh, not the guy that's you know thinks he knows everything or is that too cocky well i mean adapt yeah, to everybody you, you gotta have i mean well first and foremost you know you gotta be in charge and you know you gotta trust each other you know what i mean and and if if you don't feel right and it doesn't feel like you guys are on the same page then mm-hmm. chances are you're not going to get along that way in the middle of a, a heated fight you know when there's a fight going on so I, if I mesh with guys and I have chemistry with them, then we know pretty quick. Um, and then if we don't, it's okay too. You know, it's just, I'm not the guy for you. You know what I mean? But yeah, you definitely got to have a connection Yeah, or, that's, that's uh, a, you know, it ain't going to work. That's a great point. Cause I feel the same as a cut man. You know, there's guys that I don't work with, with everybody and, and maybe people don't choose me either because there is no connection. Um, I think that you have to have that connection with the fighter, with the coach. And like you said, yeah. uh, mesh with them. I think um, there's coaches yeah. for, you know, the, there's different coaches for different fighters, different cut man for right. different fighters. I mean, that's that's a good point that you bring that's up. Right. Yeah. yeah, so San Diego's, you know, you were in Dallas for a little while. How yeah. was that, man, being out there? I mean, I know you've been in Vegas. How was Dallas life compared to San Diego? Well, 
it was cool. It was different. Obviously, it's the South, you know. Um, um, but it was cool because at that time when I went over there, and I think it was 2013 or 14, um, Dallas Aerosmith, they didn't have any world champions yet. I mean, Aero was still not a world champion. And, I mean, they, they, had, they hadn't had, like, the, you know, it's really heated up over there. And uh, I feel like, you know, I had a little bit of part to do with that, along with, um, you know, my partner, Arnie Verbeek, who really was the spearhead for that movement in Dallas. He had his Maple Avenue gym and uh, he had a vision, you know, and he started with Maurice. And, you know, obviously he worked, obviously he helped out Arrow as well too, but Arrow went his way. So, um, you know, he had this idea, he wanted to get there and, um, you know, he, essentially he helped put Dallas on the map with Maurice winning a world championship, uh, you know, him and Errol only a few months apart. So that was fun to be a part of that, you know, and to be a part of that little history that, you know, Maurice is a guy that's born and raised in Dallas and, you know, he's one of the only world champions, Definitely. you know, so it's cool for history. I mean, I like history. So, um, that, that means as much as, you know, getting that belt. Yeah, yeah, and I'll, and I'll be honest. I mean, as a fan of, of boxing, to see you oh, and a great, a great, a great sports city too. By the way, Dallas is phenomenal sports city. They support a lot. No, that, that's great. And as a fan, when I saw you guys win that world title, you know, being from San Diego, um, knowing you, I was like, man, I, I, I think I cut that picture out. And I, well, you guys were so. It was that moment. I mean, yeah. it was just great. And I think yeah, it's pretty, San Diego, it's pretty we were, hectic, man. It's it pretty was, hectic. You know, we were proud of you. And, 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 I appreciate Maurice, that, man. you know, we were really proud of you, you know, for all your work and to get to that point. I mean, come on. Um, no, not everybody that, gets man. to that, you know, to that level, to that world championship. And, you know, to know all the hard work that you put into it is, uh, it's, it's, it's amazing. And it makes us proud. I mean, as a, as a friend and as a, uh, boxing fan, I mean, and to see a, a you know San Diego uh, native, you know, take a, a a fighter to the world championship, it's it's just a great feeling. Dude. We're really proud of you. Proud moment. No, yeah, I appreciate it, man. I always try to big up San Diego, and like you know, you know me from all the other guys. I'm always trying to help guys out when they need sparring. If it's a connection, um, you know, that's you know, even right now, I'm I'm helping Matchroom out. Uh, doing a little matchmaking for them for this show on March 10th. So, <clears throat> you know, they're starting to, they want to do stuff here in San Diego. So I'm trying to really help out maybe some of the local kids be able to yeah. work on that level. And yeah, man, I've, I'm fortunate, man. Like I said, San Diego now, it's, it's, you know, it's always been a great place for boxing, but there's a lot of great new trainers, young guys coming up and, you know, um, you know, you've seen everything grow, man. So I've always tried to represent the city and I've always felt proud that you know that we did a lot of those world world title camps here in San Diego so yes um no man I appreciate you and you you as well man you've come so far since I first met you as well and Thank to you. see you out working the circuit now and being one of the top cut guys is is great man I appreciate you thank you Vince no no, no I, I thanks for those kind words but it is I mean it's a it's a hard it's a tough world the boxing world is you know I I started an MMA and getting into boxing, it's not an easy, not an easy thing, but once you're in that community, it is a small community. And um, when you may meet good people uh, like yourself, I mean, it just, it's, it's, it's a great, you know, it's great. Um, anything, well, um, what do you got? Uh, what are you working on at this, uh, you know, at this time, are you training anybody? Uh, and I'm helping out a couple guys, but um, like I said, I'm mostly, I'm really tied up helping my dad. Mm -hmm. 
So there's a couple of projects that I'm looking at, but right now I'm kind of just working on the, you know, more on the office side. I'm helping a couple of guys with some advising and, um, you know, I help them match room, do a little bit of matchmaking for some of their stuff. But uh, yeah, right now I'm just kind of like, you know, just easing my way back in. I took a little bit of a break, yeah. but um, yeah, there's always, you know, there's, you know, I'm saying boxing is one of those things where the more you dig, the the you know, the more you'll get to do. And sometimes, you know, I, I had a I had a long, long, long run, and you know, going through a world championship run. So I needed to recharge my batteries because uh, it's uh, it's you know, it's it's difficult, and it is. You know, you you know, you want to make you know, I I like to you know do jobs that um you know uh, intrigue me and that you know. Um, I don't know. It's just right now I'm, 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 I'm happy where I'm at. So it's, it's, it's kind of cool. You get to look back and see all the stuff you've learned and, you know, anything you can learn new. So learn cool, and also man. soak in all that stuff. Cause sometimes we're so busy with what we're doing yeah. that we forget what we forget. You know, oh, man, I'm telling you, it's a hell of a deal, man. Yeah. I, and there's so many guys coming up now in San Diego, man. I mean, you know, there's so many good trainers and, you know, from the Baragans at the House of Boxing to, you know, Chris Martin's become a trainer over the Azteca Boxing in San Diego and Berlin Kearney and, you know, um, um, those guys, Jack Bally went down to Bomber Squad with their kids doing so good, Julius and uh, Johnny, you know, that, that's really proud. Yeah. So um, that makes me know. proud. So it's, you know, San Diego's going in the right direction. Good, good. Yeah, no, no, it's, it's good. I mean, it's... um. It's going well for San Diego. It's been, um, you know, some slow, slow cooking, but slow cooking is good because yeah. you get something good out of that. You know, we're, we're yeah. not rushing where, you know, somebody does the show once and then, um, you know, we want these shows to come back. Top Rank was just here uh, yeah. not too long ago. Yeah. Now Matchroom's going to be in San Diego. So, you know, that's yeah. that's good. That's, that's good for the city. It, it, it's showing yeah. that we're, we're having, um, you know, there's interest in the sport. So. Yeah. That's a really and I'm trying to build bridges, man. A lot of it, you know, I, we got a kid on that card. I helped Chris Martin get uh, his kid on that card. Jose Toribio is going to fight on that card. He's going to fight a 1-0 kid um, from, uh, from LA named uh, Alan Herrera um, on a four-rounder on that card. So um, I'm excited about that. You know, Chris had called me about it, and, you know, we were looking for somebody for that kid. And, um you know, I know Jose, I know, you know, Jose, he's been out for a little bit, but he, I saw him the other day, he looks in great shape. So, so there's one local kid on the cards. So we're hoping to build a bridge and start really working where we can get more exposure for these kids. Is there any, um, any tips you can give? I mean, you've been, you know, as a boxer, now as a coach, is there any tips you can give to any, any advice you can give some of these um, young coaches or, or even a boxer that's just getting involved or, you know, they want to get into that pro level, any advice you can give, give to them? Sure. I mean, for trainers coming up, I mean, you know, it, like you said, it's hard to break into boxing and, you know, most of the time when guys start to get a chip on their shoulder and mm -hmm. everybody's paranoid. And I mean, I just say, man, be open to learning, man, like be open to learning from everybody. And, um, do whatever you're doing, what whatever reason you're you're coaching boxing for, um, make sure that you do it. You have passion for it. You know what I mean? Because um, you're gonna have a lot of failures. You know what I'm saying? And 
and uh, you know, you want to make sure that you're doing stuff for the right reason. And you know, you're you're dealing with a human being, another guy, you know, who's fighting for his livelihood. So I mean, I'd say to young trainers, like, you know, keep pushing, man. If you really believe and you really love it, then you know, it's gonna take a while. And uh, if you cut corners, you're gonna get you're gonna get into it. What you get out of it, and probably the most is. You know, the harder you work, man, the luckier you get, you know what I'm saying? And, and like I said, but always learn, man. I'm always open to talking to guys. And, you know, and sometimes people get a little twisted and they think, oh, people want to steal my fighter. And, and I think that's how everybody thought at one point. But when you've been in here long enough, you know all the work that goes in and the, yeah, the yeah. pain and everything that goes into it. You know, you, you look at things a little differently. So, I mean... Yeah, that's what I would say to trainers, man. Be open-minded and, you know, be true to what you do and, you know, and love boxing because it doesn't love you. You know what I'm saying? You can, it's going gonna, it's gonna to hurt you a lot. It's just like a beautiful woman, man. It's going gonna, it's gonna to love you sometimes and hate you the rest of the time. So, you know, just, uh, you know, that's it. And for young fighters, man, I mean, it, you know, really guys that don't understand is this doesn't happen overnight. And I think a lot of the big problem with young fighters these days, they they see too much Instagram and social media. And you know what I say to that is to guys, you know, is just turn it off, man, and give yourself to boxing. If you really, really want it, you got to sell out to boxing. You got to give it to everything. You know what I mean? Because uh, you only get one real runaround and, um, you know, just like you said, same thing with being a coach. You know, you, if you're going to give yourself to it, you better love it. And, um, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll make it if, um, if you got what it takes. Is that something that you've seen um, with, with the, let's say, with, with boxers? The ones that don't give it 100% are the ones that are not, you know, the, they don't make it or they're not going to make It's going to be harder for them to make it. Well, I mean, boxing is pretty simple. You know this, man. Uh, the truth will always be told in the ring. I mean, you can, you can fool some of the people some of the time in boxing, but you can't fool nobody in boxing because in professional boxing, I mean, you could, it depends on the level. But, I mean, yeah. at the level that we work at, you, you guys don't get there by, you know, pretending. And if they do, then it, you get exposed really quick. So it doesn't take long. I had guys come and, they talk a big game and then, you know, a week into camp, or, you know, they don't ever see him again. But uh, it's not unusual. You know, hey, look, this is the toughest sport and the best sport in the world. So, I mean, it's not for everybody. Yeah. You know? yeah. So, you know, you, you see, you'll see tons come and goes, guys that are naturally gifted, guys that aren't, you know, people that are, you know, not realistic and whatnot. But um, that's boxing, man. You know, it's uh, it can be a beautiful thing and it could be a brutal thing. Yeah, no, that's good advice. I think that you put it, you, you know, that you're just being real. That's the real, that's how it's going to yeah. go down. You know, wow. Yeah, you can get hurt, man. You can get hurt. You know that it's it's not a very nice business. And, you know, like I tell everybody, man, like I said, if you're going to go for it and you want to do it, give yourself to it, you know, while you're doing it, because um, that's what it takes. That's what Virgil was saying. Virgil Hill was said the same thing. This is not a nice business. You know, boxing mm -hmm. is not a nice, you know, it's... Boxing does not love you. It doesn't love anybody. You know what I mean? So, that's, that's but, you know, hey, we love it. Whether it, uh, for better or for worse. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. It, it sounds like, like a marriage, bro. <laughs> right? Oh, it is. It is. <laughs> You're married, married to, 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 you know, married to the sport. That's, that's what, yep. I think that's, uh, <laughs> that's a good way to put, put it. 
So yeah, I'm a little you, sick. What, what you got coming up right now then is um, you're helping out Match Room. That show, right. I believe, is it March 5th? No, March 5th. March 5th. March 5th. March 5th. Yeah, March You're 5th. You're at the sports arena. It's at the Pachanga right. Arena, man. Don't yeah. miss it. Chocolatito versus um, Martinez, man. Oh, that kid Martinez. Good. I mean, I seem like I fight in London. Yes, you just take apart this uh, Edwards kid over there. And uh, he's coming. He's going with it, man. So, yeah, people need to get out there and go to that one. I mean, I know you'll be there. You're going to be doing cuts with me. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm excited. I mean, just as a fan to be at, at that, you know, with Chocolatito and, and you know, that's, that main event's going to be, it's going to be. Yeah, you, can't, you can't miss. It's a no miss. Yeah. So where can people find you on social media? I know you're not very on there a lot, but if somebody wanted to reach out, maybe, you know, uh, reach out to you, how, how can people reach out to you? Uh, I'm pretty simple. It's my Instagram handle is, I mean, chief second, basically same with what I'm do is this the it's the you know the word chief and then the number two and then N D. So you catch me under there, Chief Second and Vince Parra. So yeah, man, I, that's that's where I'm at, you know. So if I don't get back to somebody, don't worry about it. I'm just not on there all that much. But yeah, yeah, I know, um, I know. But yeah, but I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you. I appreciate you being on there. Any shout outs you want to give before we end? Um Oh, yeah, for sure, man. I mean, I want to give a shout out to, man, all those San Diego gyms doing it out there, man, to House of Boxing, to, uh, you know, Azteca San Diego, to, you know, Bomber Squad, uh, obviously Pacific Training Center where my partner Eddie Loco runs. Um, and, man, there's so many good gyms out there. I'm disputed. You know, everybody's doing it in boxing here in San Diego, man. I'm all about it. I want to um, help us be the premier place for it, man. But, uh, you know, just that and uh, my guys in Dallas, man, and uh, my guy, Arnie Verbeek, and uh, my guy in New York, uh, Dino Duva. So uh, nice. it's, uh, and whoever else I miss. Oh, a special shout out to my guy, David Diamante. He is the voice of the zone. He had a really bad accident about three months ago, but he is actually doing phenomenally well. I got to give him a quick shout out and I hope to see him soon. So, thank you. Thank you for giving us a shout out to you. Thank you. Shout out to Cut shout out to Cut Man for Hire. He's got he's always gonna put things, he's gonna get you right. Thank you. Yeah, and thanks for the support of Cut Man for Hire Supplies. Um, always being there for us, taking us to the world championship fight. Um you know, thank you for that. Um, and before we end, I, I have a thing called 12 rounds in 60 seconds. Okay. I throw off some questions. You just uh, let me know the first thing that comes to your mind. So yeah, All right, ready for, for this? It. Ready for those Let's 12 rounds? All right, here we go. Favorite it. fight movie? Uh, Raging Bull. Adobada, Asada, or Tripas? Adobada. Dream car? Dream car? Yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, um, 911 Carrera. Favorite city for fights? New York. Guilty pleasure. Fast food. Uh, favorite all-time movie. Oof, that's a good one. Shit. Favorite all-time movie? Yeah, that's probably one Man. of those that we keep playing over. We don't mind putting that one in the DVD. Or uh, I hate to keep going back to boxing, but there's a real good old movie called Requiem for a Heavyweight with Anthony Quinn. 
And that's a real good one. It's about Mountain Rivera. That's probably one of my all-time favorites. Yeah. Okay. I like old stuff, man. Yeah. The old school one. Uh, dogs or cats? Dogs. Planes or driving? Planes. Favorite music? Oof. Probably reggae. Favorite holiday? Mm. Oh, shoot. I don't know. Labor Day? <laughs> <laughs> Best walkout song you've ever been a part of? Best walkout song I've ever been a part of? Mm -hmm. Was probably uh, Mystical, Here I Am, with um, Maurice Hooker's very first uh, title defense in Oklahoma versus Alex Salcedo. That, that one went really hard. That was, that was, that was hard. Good. That one, okay. Yeah. Uh, best fighter entrance. It could have been any fight entrance that you can think of. You're like, damn, that was a good one. Uh, probably Tyson Fury um, coming in on that throne with uh, Crazy from, um, what's your name? That, that song Crazy was playing on the, um, as walkout, but he was coming out on a throne. That was oh, yeah, good. yeah, I remember was that, that one. Yeah. All right, Vince, well, that was Either, 12 rounds. It, yeah. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, or actually, the the, the runner-up to that is probably Mike Tyson coming out to just dead noise oh, with uh, with no shirt on. That was it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that that was a good one too, man. Nothing, just you're gonna get you're gonna get Tyson. That's what you're gonna get. Exactly, man. No, Thank man. You, I appreciate it, man. It was fun, man. I, I wish you success. Me help. You need getting guests. I got. I know a lot of guys. So oh, man. Thank you, Vanton. Um, thank you for you know for for your time today. Like I said, we're, you know, we wanted to get you on because you're one of the good guys in boxing. You know, I really, um, your vibe's great. Um, and I just wanted to share your story, a little bit about you. Um, a lot of times, you know, we just see, that, we just see the, you know, the, the, the person on TV or, or the gym, but we don't know, you know, what music, what do they like? What do they do? You know, on the side. so it, it kind of gives them a little bit of a, a little bit more into yeah. the life of, 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 For of, sure, man. of the guests, but thank For you. Sure. And I appreciate you and I'll be seeing you uh march 5th man we'll be yeah, man. stopping some blood and you know doing what we got to do to take care of those That's guys so, i can't wait you. man thanks again juan everybody god bless good night god bless you good night have a good one Bye-bye. thank you for listening to los championship rounds this episode was brought to you by ozzy's plumbing 619-470-3431 once again ozzy's plumbing 619-470-3431 and by Cutman for higher supplies. The best in Cutman supplies. See you next week. God bless.